Sam, I really, I just can't get it. I don't understand why you think that these Star Wars movies are so good and so perfect. I really don't get it, Sam. Oh my god. You know, god, Andrew, I just... I, I, you just have to you have to look past, you know, all the all the bullshit of all the people and just look at at the heart of the story, which is which is, you know, good people are not always good and bad people are not always bad. There is like a gray it lives in the gray. It lives in the gray of all of this. You are so blinded by your own love of Star Wars, you can't even see that there's only two good movies in this franchise. I don't get it, Sam. You know, I, I wish you were dead. I, every day I wake up and I wish that you and all the people that thought that The Last Jedi is a bad movie just got hit by a car and died. Like, if I could make sure that our podcast could still keep happening, then, then I wish that you got hit by a car and you got sick and you died. Scene 2020 Oscar campaign is starting. I felt good about that, Sam. How about you? You felt good? I feel good. I, yeah, I, I feel good about that take. Uh, All right, I feel now good a about bunch that. of people on Twitter are going to complain about us. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome. Welcome back. back. There it is. There it there is. There it is. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And we're back. Andrew. Back. Back. Oh, wait. <laughs> Uh, my name is Welcome Sam Bannigan. Andrew Thomas, that is who I am. Yoda speak. But Yoda, you know how old he is? He's like a hundred years old. Speaking of a hundred. This is it. This, this is, is it. it. This is Triple it. digits. Triple digit. Triple D. Gotta get that <laughs> on my D. I'm sorry. That was that was not great. <laughs> but hey, we made it. <laughs> We made it 100 episodes. This is episode 100 of a full welcome back episode. This is wild. This is crazy. I never... In, in the words of Paul Rudd, look at us. Look, look at, at us. us. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? Not, Not me. me. Not me. <laughs> and we did it. I'm so happy. This is great. Yeah. I love it. And Hopefully we're talking I... about uh, one of the one of the best movies of the last 10 years. Potential. And one of the like most mediocre movies the last ten years, definitely. Um, yeah, hope hey, here's to a hundred more. Ding. Here, here, ting. I love how we started our hundred episode with fighting. That's perfect. That's great. I didn't. That was. Is that not like a a constant in our in our life at this point? That's true. Speaking of constants for the rest of our lives, Ooh, something that baby. will be here forever now. The past 40 years. Yes, Star Trek. I went to a Star Wars concert this weekend. It's great. That sounds nice. It was wonderful. My friend was singing in it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, he sang Duel of Fates, and I was like, this is great. This is amazing. That's great. Yeah. Speaking of this weekend, one last thing. How are you? Have I uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. Uh, this week was sort of, you know, ups and downs, but... Uh, mm-hmm, of course. This upcoming week will be great, because I get to see my boy. Oh, I was I was going to surprise the folks. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, I'm, good. I'm doing some traveling. Traveling where? <laughs> Do you hear my eyebrows? <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, next week, and maybe for the next couple weeks, I will, I will, uh, we, there will be no more lag, there will be no more different audio qualities, no more different backgrounds. For, for next week, when we do Rise of Skywalker, and our Tips and Tops episode. Woo, woo, woo! Woo! I was, actually, I'll tell you after the podcast. Uh, okay. (laughs) Surprise for you guys. Ooh. Um. So yeah, we are talking How about are two you? movies. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean I'm I'm fine. I I like I'm busy, so I don't feel too bad. But also I can be better. Kids, don't procrastinate. Really, don't. It really hurts <laughs> you at the end of the day. It really it does. does. Don't procrastinate. Don't do it. It's not worth it. <laughs> or you're gonna be the night before a, before an eight hour flight. You're gonna be scrambling to do laundry, pack. <laughs> do all these stuff eat 
Maybe, record a know, podcast. Record a podcast. <laughs> uh, I love you, Sam. Um, love you, bud. Yeah, so, or you'll forget to do all of them. But yeah, try to be different. That's all. Just I need to try to be different. But speaking of trying to be different. Speaking of trying to be different. Horribly. <laughs> We're talking about Star Wars, The Force Awakens, and also The Last Jedi. Yes. Um, we've done this type of thing before with like Halloween, lightly with Doctor Sleep, and I bet others I don't remember. Uh, and yeah, we're, it's kind of just going to be talking about this new era of Star Wars. You've heard us talk about Solo. We might sprinkle in a little Rogue One, but the main topics are Force, Force Awakens, Awakens, Last Jedi. Last Jedi. And yeah, that's what we're going to be discussing today. Star yeah. Wars. I uh, want to start with uh, let's start with the cast. We're yes. not going to talk about everybody because we don't want to talk about them for thirty minutes again. They're all good. I can't in these in these two movies. I can't think of uh, of anyone who's like awful. No, no, not at all. Uh, so we're going to yeah. talk about our our main folk. Let's start. Let's talk about the the classic folk first. Yes, of course. Uh, so Harrison Ford. Yes, the star old, of the Force Awakens. The guy who hates Star Wars so much. I love that he hates Star Wars. I love it too. It's so I, good. It's so fucking funny. I, I love it. Lo- I love how he broke his leg on the filming of this movie. Uh, yeah. It's so, so funny. But, um, man, I I guess, yeah. What are your overall thoughts on Last Jedi? Or not Last Jedi. Not there yet. But uh, the Force, Force Awakens. Awakens, yeah. So when it came out, I remember loving it. Like, I had this thought of, like, because I'm sure everyone listening knows, but if you don't, um, when A New Hope originally came out, it changed how movies are are, um, watched uh, in theaters because it used to be that you could buy a ticket and then just stay in the theater and then just, like, watch it a million times in a row without having to, like, leave and buy more tickets and everything. Um, but people were doing that so much. Yeah, because people would just, like, buy a ticket for, like, the first show at noon and then stay until midnight watching A New Hope just over and over and over again just because they loved it. Yeah. And I never really understood that. Like, I never really felt like, yeah, I could just sit and watch the same movie five times in a row. I remember when the credits are rolling for The Force Awakens, and I was like, I could watch that again right now. Like, just... Just get that going again, right away. And then, so I loved it, like, when I first saw it. Then I watched it again sometime before The Last Jedi came out. And I was like, okay, this isn't quite as good as I remember. It's still fun, I'm still enjoying it. But it just wasn't like, oh man, I could watch this a million times in a row. Was it transcendent? Yeah. Uh, and then I watched it on Wednesday last week. And I fell asleep with like 10 minutes left. Aw. Like, <laughs> like I was just like, it felt so different than the other two times. Like it felt so pandering and so simple and basic. And like I will, I will defend JJ's choice to like make it easy and simple until the day I die. But... Like, after The Last Jedi, it was really hard to watch. I get that. I I feel, I mean, like, you know, I I, I, I don't want to sound pompous, but I feel like a little bit of that is my fault. <laughs> of you <laughs> completely <laughs> going the other way around. I'm like, yeah, I still like it. Slaps. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate the movie, but I don't, uh-huh. I don't love it as much as, as I did the first time I watched it. The first time sitting in that theater you know, 20 years after a Star Wars movie had come out and being like, holy shit, Star Wars is back, baby! Like, let's fucking go! Like, I was stoked. I love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, it was great to, like, see Star Wars again. Um, I... I remember, I was living in Texas, and I flew to New York to see it in the biggest screen uh-huh. in the world, because hashtag privilege life. Uh... <laughs> It was a hassle to get there. It was the week before Christmas. Yeah. It was. I took trades, planes, and automobiles. 
and I got there and I sat down and I watched a movie and I was just like eh eh I've been more excited for other films but I've never have had that hype for a movie before in my life with uh, Force Awakens hmm. like I just remember it was in the air and flying to different places you could feel that Everyone was talking about it. It was on the news. It was, like, really on the news. Mm. And it ended, I was a little disappointed by that, but I was like, let me get it, give it the benefit of the doubt. I expected a lot. I, for one, was not a fan of the prequels. I saw it late into the game. I saw the prequels when I was 16, so, yeah. Yeah, the prequels uh, are not great. Yeah. Um, and then I watched it again. I've watched it time and time again. And I, it's fine. It's a well-made movie. It's good. Uh, it's just there are a lot of flaws. Yeah. A lot of flaws for a movie that's, I don't know, as good as the good Fast and the Furious movies, in my opinion. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's fun. It's a good time. And that's, that's it. And to go to Harrison Ford, I love you, Harrison. You're great. You're great, Blade Runner 2049. You've been great recently in movies. I can't think of others, but you're great. He's just there. Yeah, he's just chilling. He had FOMO. It felt like he was just like, I mean, if they're bringing back Carrie and Mark, they're going to make a billion And they write me that that good, good Disney check. Oh, yeah, they wrote that good, good Disney check also. Dollar, dollar (laughs) bills, y'all. He, like, it's not... Say what you want about Indiana Jones 4. Say whatever. He wanted to be there. He tried. Yes. Yeah. Say whatever you want about the movie. But he... <clears throat> sorry. Uh, but he tried. And yeah, this sure. just felt like he was just like, yeah, give me a leather jacket, give me a fake gun, and tell me my lines five minutes before I go on. He's a good actor where he can sell it enough, but it's just kind of... Ugh. Yeah, Blech. for me. What about you, for Harrison? I, I mean, I like him. I, mm-hmm. I think. Um. Yeah, I mean, he's old. He's an old grumpy man, and he just, yeah. uh, he really, he, he's not in love with Star Wars, and I think that's fair. I think, you know, to him, I think he made these movies, and then people sort of like went wild about it, and he hasn't, yeah. like. I think he's just tired of people asking him the same fucking questions about Star Wars all the time. Did Hodge crashed? Yeah, there's that great clip going around of him in that interview for during the press tour of Force Awakens, where this like, like, you know, mid to late twenties white dude is like sitting in a chair wearing a Star Wars shirt, and he goes, "Did you shoot Greedo first, or did Greedo shoot you first? And he just goes, "I don't care." And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that is a fair point to have at this point. Yeah. In, like, this is a fair opinion. I don't... Uh, so, I think he does what he does, and then... I mean, I think there's a reason why he's only in one of the new ones. <laughs> he said, I'll be in it. You bet not, bet not say Han Solo and the many more adventures. I'm yeah, no. dead as dust. This is like, I'm in, I'm in and out. Like, I don't want to... I want to say hey to my friends. Mm-hmm. And then like piece it, and they didn't even get to hang out with Mark Hamill. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah, two really quick stories, and then because we have to speed by two two episodes. Yeah, gotta, Sorry. Oh shit, we're fifteen minutes in. My God, yeah, let's uh, too quick. What? <laughs> uh, there's a funny Comic Con clip of a guy going up to Harrison Ford saying, "What would Han Solo say to Harrison Ford or to Indiana Jones? What would Han Solo say to Indiana Jones?" He looks around, he rolls his eyes, and then he says, "Hello." Um, <laughs> also, spoiler alert: <clears throat> when he dies, that day that they shoot that scene, the last take, he grabbed Adam Driver and he whispered "Thank you," and he walked away. I just think that's great. That's what, that's um, wonderful. Uh, then let's go to Carrie. Yeah, Carrie Fisher. Uh, rest in Re- peace, Carrie Fisher. Yes. Our wonderful space mom. Yes, of course. Um. I love the Carrie Fisher. Themes. Yes. Oh my God. Leia's theme is oh moi, ooh, moi, moi, moi. 
we don't have time for it, so just let's get it over with. John Williams. That's, oh my God, killing it. Oh my God, just said oh, that John for Williams. fifty years. Oh my God, what? killing it. Say what you want about the prequels, but listen to the music. Listen to the it's killing the game, John Williams. It's great. Anyway, John Williams and the and the wild thing, like hey, like George Lucas is like hey, uh, let's make this like trilogy twenty years later. Hey, remember that trilogy of movies that we made twenty years ago? Let's. Uh, do you want to do that again for three more? Uh, hey, 20 years later, uh, hey, John, Johnny Boy, do you want to come back? Do you want to do this one more time? G-W. One more again? Yeah. One last time. Ah, oh, John Williams. So good. I, yeah, that, uh, I went to a, as I mentioned, I went to a Star Wars uh, concert thing um, on Friday, and it was great. Just like, just hearing all this, like, great John Williams. I was like, ah, oh, this is wonderful. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just listen to this. Yeah. It's so good. They played, like, Yoda's theme and the Ewok theme. It was wild. Um, but anyway, Carrie Fisher. I love Carrie Fisher. I think she does a really great job in both uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm real nervous about what they're doing for Rise of Skywalker. But that's a whole separate thing that we'll talk about next week. Do do do. Yeah. Yeah, but I love Carrie Fisher, so she does a great job, and I and I very much appreciate. She she. Out of all three of them, seemed like she was the most into like doing this new stuff. Yeah, um, for sure. And I mean, much like Harrison Ford, she had her problems with Star Wars. Yes, uh, but oh she my came God. in and she committed. Uh, yeah, in particular, in specifically Last Jedi, I think she's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, for the movie that she's in the coma in, uh, I feel like she she's has great. so much more to do in Last Jedi than Force Awakens. Yes, for uh, sure. But yeah, in Force Awakens, she's good. She, it, I, I remember even saying, I wish she did more. Yeah. It's, yeah, and sure. it's, knowing that, have you heard the thing, I don't want to spoil Rise of Skywalker, something that's for, not that, that they're, they're reusing her, the footage and stuff? Oh yeah, not just that, that she was going to be like the main hero at the yeah. end. Yeah, uh, they were going to make, each one was going to be about one of them. Yeah. And yeah, it really that that's the thing that to me that just really sucks. Uh, yeah. And I understand that that was their plan, but still, I give us Carrie. Uh, yeah, but she's she's really good at Last Jedi. She's good yeah. at Force Awakens. So good on you. Yeah. Uh, now Mark Hamill, who's basically only in the Last Jedi. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I mean, he did steal the show. That turned. That scene where he turns around in Force Awakens is pretty sick. It's it's great, um, but he uh, heals it in the Last Jedi. He is so good; it's a bit insane. Like that's something that that I think we'll talk about in a bit. But I really feel like for all the actors, like they do a good job in Force Awakens. None of them, mm-hmm. I would say, are bad. But man, the Last Jedi—they really all just like it. Just gets elevated to this like other level of like, oh yeah, fuck, you guys are yeah. like doing so good, like because they're given such, sorry JJ, such better material to work with and more interesting topics and more interesting themes and stuff that it's like, oh shit, oh damn, this is fucking rad as hell. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I think he really shines in in the Last Jedi. The same, uh, I think. I mean, he's he's great. He's awesome, Mark Hamill. Yeah, and he's awesome as Luke Skywalker. And it really fits. Um, spoiler alerts. Yeah, I think his progression from Luke Skywalker from Return of the Jedi to Last Jedi uh, really works, and he sells it really well. Wow. Um, and yeah, you he you could feel the sorrow and the shame and the pain and everything he does. Even yeah. even going back to Force Awakens, even turning around, as as, as simple as just turning around, you feel it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that just takes one one heck of an actor. Yeah. Uh, now the new the new folk. Shout out to like you know the Peter Nyong'o, Andy Serkis, Donald Gleason. They all do wonderful jobs yeah, in their own great. in their own bits. Can't uh, wait to see Billy D. Billy D is back. Billy D is here. Yeah. Billy D. Yeah. Um. So let's start with uh, let's start with John Boyega. Oof, oof. our Finn Finn boy. Yeah, I, I love John Boyega. He kills it. 
his American accent's really good. It's it is really good. Super man high. I'm a I'm an American man. And yeah. obviously I know America doesn't exist in Star Wars, but uh yeah, no, he's really, really good. He He's great. Oddly enough, I wouldn't say this for any of these actors, any of them. He does have more to do in Force Awakens than Last Jedi. He's he great does. in Last Jedi, but he has so much more nuance and so much more to play with as an actor yeah. in Force Awakens, which I love. The moment where yeah. he picks up the lightsaber and night and night lights it up, I don't know. Uh pulls it out. Turns that on. sounds worse. Turns <laughs> it on. Turns it on. There we go. <laughs> uh it's you you see that character arc and you see his journey and it, it it's it's the thing that you love about acting. Yeah, it's it's great. What do, what uh, about you? Yeah, he's good. He's really good. Um, I agree. I think he also just has more stuff to do in Force Awakens than The Last Jedi, but I think he mm-hmm. does a great job in both. Um, yeah, I think he's he's really fun. He's having he's having a good time with it, and uh, I mean, I think being the first lead uh, in a Star Wars film who is a black man is like. I think he he understands that weight and and he is 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 like using it to his advantage in a, in a sense. I don't yeah. know if that's the right term I want to use, but like I think it comes across in his performance that he knows like what sort of state he's in with these movies. Yes. Um with the world and and with everything and I think he carries it. It carries it really well. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, let's talk about, about our Oscar, our our good good boy Oscar Isaac. We we uh, probably Oscar Isaac and Adam Driver are my two favorites from this from these new. Me uh, too. He, like Oscar <laughs> yeah. Isaac does such a good job. He's just su- He's like he just instantly like. Do I talk first? Do you talk first? Yeah. It's who does this? Who talks first? How does this work? It's yeah. great. It's so good. Like he carries himself with that like ease and swagger of like he's so confident and he knows what he's doing, but he's a little too cocky. Like it's it's great. I think Oscar Isaac and Poe Dameron are just so wonderful. It yeah, it's amazing. Do have to say, listen, if this was any other movie, if this is a real war, in Last Jedi, if he pulled that stuff, he would have been shot in the back of the head. Oh yeah, the end of the dead. It's Star Wars. It's a kids' movie, but you can't. It's Star Wars, and also they're like this, like tiny little resistance of like they at that point fifty people. They're yeah. like, we can't shoot you. Uh, but yeah, no, he he's a great actor. We've talked about Oscar Isaac before. He's amazing. Yeah. So Same thing good. with Mister Driver. Going to him, Mister Fucking Driver. Outer. One of the honestly, Space. I think Adam Driver is outer. Space. <laughs> uh, uh, I think Adam Driver is like very actively one of the most like interesting actors that's yeah. like coming up right now. He's working with very interesting people. He's doing really great projects and he's always great uh, in everything he does. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't know a bad Adam driver performance. Yeah. His worst was probably Ooh. the dead don't die. Yeah. And like, he's great in, in the dead don't die. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so I love, I love both these boys. Yeah, he he is great. It's funny. I remember when Black Klansman came out, Spike Lee said that Adam Driver is the best actor of his generation. I was like, ah, there's other, there's great actors out there, great actors and actresses. We, yeah, I mean, he's great. He's great. He is great. Whatever. I I have mixed feelings on Marriage Story, but I walked out of Marriage Story. He's probably the best actor of our generation. He's so fucking good. It's a bit wild how good he is. Yeah, and he's um, only getting better. Like I can't yes. wait for him to be like fifty and like, and just killing the game. And everyone's just like, "Yeah, Adam Driver's a fucking amazing." Like, what are we talking? Yeah, about? for sure. Yeah. Uh, but let's get to our our lady lady of the of the of the night. Well, lady of the evening. Sure. Our our, our Jedi Knight. Our Daisy Ridley. Daisy the, Ridley. The absolutely wonderful and charming. And just so good. Yes. I love her as Rey. Like, she is so good. She is ambitious and naive 
and powerful and weak and like she she exists in in that gray that star wars is so good good in that i just oh, i just love it so much yes i agree with every single word you said about her in the last jedi Yes, in The Last um, Jedi. In The Force <laughs> Awakens, she's like she's sort of blah. But The Last Jedi, holy shit, she's so good. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know you'll hate me. I feel like we have to talk about it. Uh, she's great in The Last Jedi. Let's get the performance out of the way. She is unreal. The duality so that you play with. I do like Force Awakens. It's a fine movie. It's good. It is fine. But there's just so much more to Last Jedi, especially with the characters that just the actors get to play with and you really get to see them stretch their acting muscles yeah. in a franchise movie. You don't really yeah. see that. And it's, yeah, with her and Driver, it, you just really see it and when they're talking together. Yeah, their emotion. scenes together are so good. Like, it's so good. When they finally, and, when after they've they've uh, fucked up Snoke's like little throne room, yeah. and they're like standing there and they're having that like conversation, oh, I'm just like, oh, this is so good. Like yeah. I was just like, I just had the biggest smile on my face when I watched it yesterday. I was like, this is great. This is good, yes. good movie. And we both went to acting school, and we know this. We've seen this. I and much like uh, not to bring up Roma, but much like Yelritsa. There's not a lot of open actors out there. A lot of actors look at within themselves. They try to just do what's best for them. They're kind of, in acting terms, they're selfish. You can yeah. tell while watching her. She is an open. You can you yeah. feel it. And, and yeah, it's one great thing about Star Wars is that the reason why it has so much momentum, it, you feel everything. Yeah. Either the music, the cinematography, the acting, you feel it. Yeah. Um, now, Force Awakens. All right. Okay. You go, you all suck. Uh, I remember hearing the term Mary Sue for the first time, and it was referring to John McClane in the last couple Die, die Hard movies. Uh, I remember. I was like, yeah, Mary Sue's a thing. And when this all came up, I was like, yeah, Mary Sue. You, you guys. Yeah, you. I'm looking at you. You ruined the term. It is now a sexist term. It's awful. It's terrible. Stop using it. it's it's chris pratt in jurassic world as a mary sue the expendables are mary sues it's stupid it's dumb saying that she's a very poorly written character in force awakens she really is like like it's so weird that 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 movie introduces finn and poe who are both wonderfully written characters Mm -hmm. of like you get exactly what they're about very early on and then you have Ray, who's like a scrapper. Yes, she and she likes robots. She's what makes it. And I understand what the people think, what they think they're saying. Where it, it comes off as it, and my biggest problem with Force Awakens, and even to an extent Last Jedi, it feels like fan fiction, and. Now I guess I have to out myself because I did want to talk about this. Uh, do you read fan fiction? Any type of fan fiction? Nope. Of all the spectrums? I do. I, I like my stuff. Um, I don't. I think like I, – I think it's – I don't know. I, I don't like it. I don't like the I don't like the idea of it, I guess. Okay. That's another conversation for another day. Uh, yeah. I would love to get into it, but not, not now. We um, have too much to talk about. Yes. Um, and with fan fiction, people really put themselves in. Like, like, say if I was writing something about Thor, I would, you know, I'd be able to lift the hammer. I'd be able to, to, to be the best wielder of Mjolnir ever. I could go to Asgard. I'm secretly the king of Asgard. It, it's all very wish fulfillment. Mm. And it comes off as, as someone who's not the, I love Star Wars, but I'm not the hugest fan. It I remember watching the movie and it felt like that. It felt like, oh, I've read this before. I've read this. Poe Boy 2078 wrote about this when he was flying the Millennium Falcon. I remember this. And it's it's really disappointing, especially knowing they have such a great actress. The only yeah. the only reason why she works is because of Daisy Ridley. That yes. is the put in another actress that character falls flat and people hate it would be awful it would be it would be so bad and like that i think that 
comes down i think that's a problem with the force awakens like on a broader spectrum other than just Mm -hmm. daisy ridley of like every beat every like new thing that is actually all just old things is like so like it very much feels like like a fan fiction thing of like oh yeah like of course the millennium falcon happens to be on jakku and they like you know it's like this hunk of garbage that no one wants to use it's a bigger light star, a Death Star that destroys yeah. solar systems, not planets. Buh. Yeah, like it's whoa. It's sort of <laughs> it's so weird that like, and and honestly, I will still defend JJ's choice to do all those things until I the day I die. Why do you like, defend him? I will, even though I don't think the last the Force Awakens is like this ten out of ten great movie. I will defend that choice because it had been, you know, almost twenty years since uh revenge of the sith i don't want to be it, that guy but it was like it 10 years 10. yeah it 10 came years? out 2005 sorry 2015 i don't want to be bad. that nerd i'm apologizing it's your Not it's <laughs> 10 years then fucking mm-hmm. nerd um <laughs> it had been 10 years like this the sequel the prequel trilogy you know, it had a lot of downs and a very few ups. People were in a really weird space with Star Wars. You know, at that point, we had had three amazing movies and three bad to okay movies. Um, and I think, you know, to introduce new characters, to bring in new stuff, to to try and you know to get people back on board with with what was going on i think it makes sense to make a very safe movie they can't they could not have had episode 7 be the last jedi like they couldn't have had it be this like subversive interesting new thing because then it would because then no one would like it like it, people would just be like ah, i don't want to go see the new star wars cuz like the first one was bad there's no like point uh, in this thing because like the story doesn't make sense all this stuff blah blah blah, 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 blah. whatever it might be and I get so that. doing a safe doing a safe movie I think is the, is the way to go and like 100% like I get that I 100% understand I wish it wasn't you know a new hope beat for beat but making a safe movie makes sense and like it does make sense from a marketing standpoint of course of course you have to uh, yeah, and, and, Dis- and Disney's not going to be like, yeah, go make whatever the fuck you want, JJ. Like, they I, know that they have to get people on board <laughs> to this new thing, to introduce yes. these new characters, to have the old characters, to you know show people new stuff, but also give them the old stuff. Like, it's this, it's a hard, it's a hard world to be in for JJ at that point. And and you know, mixed feelings about Force Awakens aside, I think he did a good job at at that, at getting people on board with new Star Wars. Yes, he most definitely did. Um, yeah, I guess that's why I prefer Rogue One more, because it's... I know you're not a big fan of Rogue One, that's why... I'm I don't like up. Rogue One, I think it's trash. Uh, well, well, I like it, because it, it it's... At least it's different. At least we're getting something new that we have not seen in a Star Wars movie. We're getting a war movie. We're getting something, even though it came out years later or a year later, it's like Dunkirk. It's about these people trying to get the job done. Uh, and we haven't seen that in a Star Wars movie. While in this, I've literally seen it multiple times. Yeah. Not just in Star Wars, but in Star Wars Imitators. So, that special thing that you want from Star Wars, say again, say what you want about the prequel. And I guess controversial take maybe. At least they have integrity. At least they have artistic integrity. No, that, I think there. that's fair. I think like yeah, the the prequel trilogy as 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 down and bad as most most of those films are. Uh, it it went there, and you know people watched it, and they were like, all right, that's uh that's what that is. Okay, cool, got you. Yeah, and it does have some amazing moments, you know. Yeah, that battle that battle on Mustafar at the end of episode three is fucking oh boy, it's good. Uh, like it's Darth just Maul. good. Darth Maul, Duel of Fates is dope as fuck. Yes. Pod racing, 
like just the one bit like separate from it doesn't make sense in the rest of the story but just the pod racing sequence is cool now it is this dope. is pod racing now this is pod racing now this is the last jedi the last now, jedi we can say the inverse of last jedi uh we kind of got our summary of of uh, uh force awakens but last jedi we know we both love it but how much do we love it sam I love The Last Jedi so fucking much. What are your favorite movies? All, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Guaranteed. I think it is probably my personal favorite Star Wars movie. I think it is the second best Star Wars movie because Empire Strikes Back exists and that's fucking... Oh, it's uh, it's just a good fucking movie. I love The Last Jedi so much. It is so good. I watched it yesterday, and I was just like, this movie is fucking good, man. Like, it's so good. It doesn't pander to your to the audience. It's exploring interesting themes that, like, Star Wars is built to explore. It has some of the best performances from these actors. Like, the story is interesting. Even the stuff that, like, first time we watched it, I remember not liking uh, yeah. Canto Bar. Canto Bite? Watching it yesterday, I was like, I like this. This is all great. Like, it works so much better once you know where it's going. Because the first time you watch it, you don't know what the point of it is. Mm -hmm. But when you get to, you know, Benicio Del Toro betraying them to the the New Order. And, like, them... And, like, his, like, you blow them up today, they blow you up tomorrow. Like, that whole sequence. Like, I'm like, oh, Yes! My entire life philosophy. Yeah. Like it's so good. Like, ah, oh, it's so good. When and when Finn yells like, "Oh, uh, like you, you're, you know, you did the bad, the wrong thing. You're working for the bad guys." He just goes, "Maybe," and he walks away. I'm like, "That's ah, that's so good. That's so yeah. good. It's great. I love the Last Jedi so much. I think it." really takes Star Wars to the place that it that it should be. It talks directly to its audience and just is like, the, the sh- stuff you love needs to change in order for it to be good. Like, it just... Ah, it's so good. I love The Last Jedi so much. <laughs> it's good. It's great. Um, I remember going to see it. I remember going in with mixed reviews. I was like, it's a Star Wars movie. You know what that means. Yeah. GG's. I, I remember we, because I was really had a sour taste in my mouth after uh, uh, Force Awakens mm-hmm. and I liked uh, Rogue One I, I did love it I tell people that people are like oh yeah you love Rogue One I'm like I don't love it I just like it <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I was walking in like alright here we go I just have to see it to be a part of the conversation whatever Yeah. and I loved it I was more excited for Ryan Johnson's new movie than Star Wars movie but yeah. I walked out being like that was the greatest Star Wars movie maybe ever so good. over the past two years i remember still having issues when i walked out but i remember being like was that we were both like because we saw it together we yeah. were both like that was there was something there that wasn't there before yeah um, it was like it was such a weird feeling of like that wasn't star wars but it was star wars and it's amazing and it's like it was so weird it was it was i've i've never felt that way walking out of a star wars movie but I bet everyone felt that way walking out of A New Hope way back oh, in yeah. 77. That yes. was the feeling. Yeah. Um, I do, over the past two years, I do think the film has quite a few issues. It's too um, long. Yeah. I, if it's I 30 minutes Dark too long. Knight, I gotta dig this. It does have a fourth act. Yeah, uh, it's way too long. Like, it, it has a, a climax, and then it's like, no, 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 here's another one. And I'm like, well... <laughs> Yeah. All right. Also, it does, for me, kind of undermine its entire message. Explain. So, as you've heard me say on this podcast a lot in our personal lives, but you two audience, let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Don't kill it. Don't kill it. You get it. You You just have to understand the metaphor. So... Something that's so great about this movie. It has that. That's its thesis statement. And we see it through Kylo Ren's eyes the most. Let the past die. We need to change. We need a radical change. 
And then we got our three heroes, Finn, Poe, and Rey. And we follow them. And guess what? They do the things that we've always seen Star Wars heroes do. And they don't just fail. They brutally, horribly, nasty, just fall off the bike. It's awful. They fail at every single turn. They fail. And we see that throughout the movie. So when that moment happens, they kill Snoke, the greatest Star Wars battle we've ever seen. We've ever oh, seen. so fucking good. Oh, that uh, scene is so good. Sam doesn't like talking in movies. I try to respect that most of the times. When that scene happened, I was like, Sam! I said another word that started with an S. But I was like, Sam! My man, did you just see that? It was so fucking um, good. When we go to that scene and then Kylo's like, come on, come with me, let the past die, Jedi, Sith, Rebels, Empire, who cares, let it die. You watch the movie, you see the movie, you understand, we have three different plot points, three, that tell you, yeah, the old way's not working. And with her denying that, and the last 30 minutes is very backpedal-centric. Besides Finn trying to sacrifice himself, that works perfectly in the narrative. That's... Yeah. That, people hate that scene, and I'm just like, what? That's the, po- like, that's the point. You can't be selfish. You have to think bigger than yourself. Sacrificing yeah. yourself, yeah, sure, helps now, but what about the long game? Yeah. It's great. It's amazing. But with Rey denying Kylo and Kylo having his gray, his gray, what's the word I'm looking for? Heart. His gray heart switching in between good guy, bad guy, and then him going full bad at the end. And with the... Luke coming in and saying, oh, I will not be the last Jedi. The the rebellion's just beginning. They're starting again. This will never end. It seems like we're just going back to Star Wars' bad flaws. I still love the movie. As I've said before, maybe not on the podcast, but to you, I think this movie has a lot in common with Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. There is a lot of things that work but I just don't think they nail the execution perfectly. I'm glad they talked about it, because I think it's something interesting in those respective genres that should be talked about, that haven't really been talked about before or after, and even sci-fi expending it to Last Jedi. And the filmmaking and acting, the yada yada yada, are impeccable, great. I just wish they landed that ending better for a movie that still ends really well i just wish they did it better (laughs) and sorry to be that guy i i understand what you're saying i do disagree i think that Mm -hmm. um i think that that moment where where kylo says like yeah sith jedi who cares like doesn't matter like the fact that he then follows that statement up with like we can rule together Mm mm-hmm I think that's what's showing that he might believe that, yeah, we shouldn't have, you know, the Empire and the Rebellion, the Sith and the Jedi, but he should still be in power. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think that moment of, of, of like us and Ray both seeing like, oh, he can think all these same things that Ray is thinking, but he has a different goal for it. He has a, he has a selfish side to that, to that thought. I think that's what shows that, like, oh, he is a broken man. Like, he is not okay. He he mm. did this for his own self-interest, and Ray is doing this, you know, for the betterment of everybody. Yes. You know, I think that's that's where that moment comes in. So, so then having that ending, that you know, that last thirty minutes with Finn trying to sacrifice himself and Poe realizing that like the way forward is to run away right now and not to fight compared to, like, you know, his first scene in the thing where he pushes through this bombing run no matter what and 
uh, he gets it back screws on the, everybody up and he screws everything up and then like when he gets back on the ship and and Leia's like you can't always just jump in an X-wing and blow things up and then his that when something bad happens he immediately goes permission to go jump in an X-wing and blow things up like to then be like no 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 we need to find something something else to do because like we're all we have left um and having Ray like just that I think that denial of, of Adam Driver is, is denying the um the selfishness that, that he carries with him. Yes. And and so I think that <clears throat> even though yes, the thesis statement is let the past die, kill it if you have to, the the message of that, because it's coming from Adam Driver, means that it is still flawed. Mm-hmm. Because he is yes. still a flawed character. Like, if Ray said that, I think this would be a different conversation. But because it's him, because it's he's the yes, one pushing for this, that. like, you know, this radical change, I think, yeah, I think that it that it works well in, in what it does and how it ends and, and how it carries that through. I also think that that, that larger than, than the story of Star Wars is that this movie, the what I said before, this movie is talking to its fans. Mm-hmm. That line is not for Ray. It's not for Kylo. It's for you know shitty fanboy number seventeen sitting in the audience who's hated this movie so far. It's it's talking to the people who you know shit on Oscar Isaac and and Daisy Ridley and, and uh, uh, John Boyega and Kelly Marie, Marie Tran. Tran. Yeah. Um, it's for the people who are shitting on those people just because they're in Star Wars because they aren't white men in Star Wars it's being like the shit that you are thinking of like it doesn't work anymore things need to change in order for things to get better and I think that that I think that's part of why I love this movie so much is because it, it like Ryan Johnson is so directly saying to its audience like Especially in the wake of Force Awakens, which was a new hope again, but bigger. With, like, the shitty pandering of, like, the pan over to the Millennium Falcon. The, you know, when she finds Luke's, like, lightsaber. Like, all these, like, beats that that are pandering to to this audience. This movie says, hey, remember all that stuff? That stuff is cool, but we need to move forward. Yeah. And I think that's why I love the message of this movie so much and why I love I love this movie. And I get that. I totally agree with it. The, the meta response of that. I totally agree with that. I just feel like Luke coming back is awesome, but it kind of undermines a bit of it. Not a lot, but a bit of it. I okay. liked... I like I love that to hologram. I love it. He made a promise to himself. He's not leaving that island and he did it. I love that. But I one thing that I loved about Benicio del Toro's arc and the Canto by arc is that you are trained not just from Star Wars, from cinema. That you he's gonna come down in his ship, swing by, shoot Kylo Ren in the butt. Go yeehaw! <laughs> Don't worry, Finn. I got, I, I got you. You're expecting that, and that's what makes that line so powerful. Is the maybe, because maybe not. Maybe you win today, you win tomorrow. Things are gray. You. What I loved about it is that star and what Star Wars really solidified, I guess, in our culture is that things are black and white. Things are black and white. Things are black and white good guys, bad guys. Literally, they're in white, he's in black. Literally. Um, and what I love about it, The Last Jedi, is that they break that down so much to see even with Luke trying to kill Kylo, is that oh, he actually was trying to kill me. And it's like, no, he was actually trying to kill me. And then you learn, it's a mixture of both. Things are gray. So when you turn it back and make it into black and white, good and evil, Again, maybe undermine isn't the right word, but it just kind of takes away from that. I think, for me, I th- okay, I, I get, yeah. I, I, I totally get that. I think what Ryan Johnson might have been trying to do 
is introduce all of these ideas so that they could then be tackled again by uh, Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. When he was supposed to do episode nine. To be like, this. these characters are are complicated and deep and they exist between these two things because the best Star Wars stories, the best moments in Star Wars are always the mo- the parts in the gray. It's never like, yeah, the sequence at the beginning of Return of the Jedi when you know they're they're saving everyone from Jabba's palace, like is dope. But it's very much like these are the good guys, these are the bad guys. Yes. But the best part of that movie is the climactic fight between Luke and Vader with the Emperor there, and how they're. Like, Luke is giving into the dark side by being too violent. Vader wants to save his son. Like, there's these... The gray is where Star exactly, Wars is yeah. the best. And this movie exists in that gray, and that's why I think it's so fucking good. And so I think... Rise of Skywalker, you know, the, we're looking at you. So I think that ending of that, of that like, here's all the gray, here's all the all the stuff that's there. But they, But the characters still believe in this light side, dark side. Yeah. So, set up for episode 9, because it's the end of a trilogy. Ryan Johnson couldn't, like, end a trilogy in the middle. Yeah. Right? So I think, I think in his own way, he was setting that up for, okay, the beginning of Rise of Skywalker, they can still be, you know, light side, dark side, and let's pull them, like, it it feels like it's sort of like, uh, they're bouncing off each other. Yeah. Like like, Like a, like a sand clock. Almost. That's the visual metaphor. Not not an the literal sample. An hourglass, yes. But like the shape, shape of it. Yeah, that's yeah. why I meant the shape of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think, you know, the Force Awakens... I think even the Force Awakens says this to an extent. It doesn't execute it very well. But it starts, you know, light side, dark side. And then towards the end, when they're fighting in the, in the forest as the planet blows up, you get this, like, brief moment of, like... Oh, maybe things are weird. Maybe things aren't exactly the same. Okay, no, we're back to light side, dark side. Like, very briefly, you get that. And then Jet Last Jedi just spends most of the movie, we're right like, there. who yeah. knows what's going on. There's the conversations. There's the Snoke battle. There's Adam Driver. There's Ray. Like, all these different people existing in that. And so I think Ryan Johnson had to split them apart again at the end so that Rise of Skywalker can hopefully pull it back and be like uh, like okay yes we know that this is like like the what is it called in the hero's journey the like the start of the story the comfortable world the oh oh god why are you pulling english class here uh, <laughs> i don't remember i don't remember. but the that first like step of the of the hero's journey is like the comfortable yeah. world of like light side dark side the so now let's status pull them, quo status quo no, that works, not it, but it works for this. Yeah, the status quo is light side, dark side. So now let's push them back together, see what happens in this gray, mm-hmm. and then hopefully the ending will stay in the gray. Will stay in that yeah. like, you know, maybe the good guys and the bad guys are are they they are good and bad, but so are you know everybody. Yeah. I mean, that's even exemplified in in Finn's character. He was a stormtrooper who turned to the rebellion. Yeah, you know, like I think, even even Kylo Ren was training to be a Jedi and became a Sith. Like I think, I think there there that sort of storytelling mm. is intrinsic in in these new movies, and I'm really hopeful that JJ figures that out for this new one. But I'm I, real nervous, and I don't think he will. I guess so. I remember I was nervous with Colin uh, Trevorrow from yeah. Jurassic World. But then I saw Book of Henry, which is also kind of not great, but it's crazy. It goes there. If I wanted someone to lead up Last Jedi, it would be that guy. Yeah. Because it it takes you on a journey. It's crazy. Again, it's not that great, but it's insane. Knowing that's J.J. Abrams, a really good filmmaker, a great filmmaker, but who plays it safe. That's plays what it so fucking me. safe all the time. And... And I guess also, I know this is coming from the guy who loves Marvel movies, but I don't know, man. Make a movie. Make yeah. a movie. I understand, French. I understand dollar dollar bills, y'all. But I don't know. 
make a movie. I yeah. don't know. Guardians of the Galaxy is a movie. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, works I'm, in the grand narrative, but it's also a movie. Yeah, I'm, so I'm real Rogue nervous. One. For I'm real nervous for Friday. We will, we'll I'm excited. The thing is, like, I'm excited because it's yes. Star Wars, and I love Star Wars, and I love Ray, and I love Poe, and I love Finn, and I like, I love Kylo, and I think that they're all very interesting characters. But I'm just so nervous, especially with yeah. the discourse that's been happening from with the weird quotes from the actors from last week. Yeah, and this is I I, I mean we can touch into that. This is, I guess kind of I want to take a meta response for our our sake as well. Um, Star Wars fandom people reaction to Star Wars the actors comments. What did they say? I have no idea what they said. Uh, um, Daisy Ridley I did hear said about she... the John Boyega one. Yeah, Daisy really said that she cried when she found out that JJ was coming back. Of happiness. Yeah, I of did happiness. Hear that. Yeah. Um, and then John Boyega was like, "Oh, I wanted to see all the. I wanted to see like the sto- The. He said something about like, "Oh yeah, JJ like wrote all these things in in the Force Awakens," and I wanted to see where that story was, like what, what that where that went. But it's like that's mm-hmm. what the Last Jedi is. It is a direct like every thing that ryan johnson wrote is such a direct response to the force awakens so that one really confused me mm-hmm. um i don't think oscar isaac said anything i don't think he trash talked the last jedi in his in his own secretive little way i think also because he understands that it's the best of of the two i think he knows that also because the last what? thing i saw about oscar isaac was he thought that poe and finn should be um a couple mm-hmm. uh, like he when he first read it he was like yeah that's probably what's gonna happen then it doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. Maybe it's a big shock of Rudy. Uh, probably not. It's Disney. Probably not. But who knows? They did Beauty and the Beast, the most progressive film in the world. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, and I'll have to say this, not to throw you under the bus, but like, right. as long as you're not a jerk about it, it's fine not like last year. Yeah. If You're you don't cool. like the if you don't like the movie that that you made, that's totally fine. Lots of people don't like the movies that they've made. I've heard if, a lot of you... logical responses from a lot of logical and smart people about why they don't like the Last Jedi, and I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I've I never seen it. a logical argument against the Last Jedi. <laughs> Ever, that's not like a joke. Like every time I've seen like a video criticizing the Last Jedi, it's always so nitpicky and bullshit. Like I'm just like, you really just don't understand. Okay, like it's just someone being an idiot and not getting. I'll, I'll, like, I'll not... try to find some of my videos. I might send them to you. All right, because like I've seen like two or three that are that are just like so nitpicky about like this isn't how this thing works and this doesn't make any sense. So this movie must be garbage. I I there are parts there are some videos that I've seen that are like they bring up the they bring up a lot of the fact of the canto bike that it is a big detour and if you're not vibing yeah. with the film i get it because yeah if you if you don't like how luke skywalker is a completely different character i i get it comes down to preference and i understand that hmm. um that you don't like how the most optimistic person in the galaxy has became a nihilistic uh, cynical shill uh, also the name of my band uh, nihilistic <laughs> cynical shill uh, I get it and if you're not vibing with it if you don't like how Leia used the force to get back in if you don't like the the canto bite yeah, you're not in it so then the film just kind of loses you I understand that my main point is yeah you're just not there again, not even you. You, you can even say that. There are some people who are like, "You don't like the Last Jedi." Well, then you suck. You're the worst. Yeah. No, I love the Last Jedi. I think and the people person. who nitpick it and and are rude to the actors just because they're not white men. Uh, it's a bunch of garbage. They're all wonderful, uh, and I I just love the movie, man. Yeah, I just no, do. it's a good. It just hits that that good good Star Wars itch. Mm-hmm. One one last thing. This is this real is quick. The last uh, real, real Skywalker. Quick. What's the expectations? How you feeling? How are we going in? This is it. The last Skywalker film ever. 
So I'm real nervous. I am excited for whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I'm very scared that JJ is going to play it really safe and not follow through on the ideas that are set up in The Last Jedi and that they're just sort of going to sort of ignore it mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and that would suck a lot. Uh, but yeah. I, I, I expect that. But I also don't know if I expect that. It's a whole thing. I'm feeling really, really... Every day I sort of switch back and forth between like, oh, I can't wait to... Oh, yeah! fuck, this is going to be awful. Like, it's... Yeah, it's real bad. Hashtag what about you? How are you feeling? Um, I mean, like, I am... I'm not... I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I know at least I'm going to get a really fun, entertaining movie. And I think... JJ That's fair. I'm sure there will be an amazing, a couple really good lightsaber fights in there. Oh yeah, for sure. And JJ Abrams has his hand to the pulse of the public. He knows that The Force Awakens' biggest complaint is that it's too much like New Hope. So I'm not afraid yeah. that I'm not afraid that's going to be Return of the Jedi. I don't think they'll do that. Especially I don't in think a it's going to be Return of the Jedi. World, but I think it is just going to be basic. Yeah, I. I don't think I don't think this movie is gonna like offend anybody. Like I don't think it's gonna it, it's gonna go for it like the Last Jedi did, and that's sort of what's making me really nervous because yeah. the fact that the Last Jedi just fucking went for it is part of why it's so fucking good. Yeah, I just don't hope. I hope they just do my 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 guys right, my guys and my girls. I hope Kelly Marie Tran isn't in it for a scene and then dies. I hope that Billy oh, D. God. Williams doesn't have a kind of lame death death excuse me uh yeah i i it's... hope that they do carry fisher justice i hope that uh that ray doesn't become a, a terribly written character again yeah there's i'm just more i'm i'm more afraid of the small details than that yeah that's i all you can do is hope hope is what builds a rebellion my name is Sam Bannigan. <laughs> and I'm Andrew Thomas. You can find me at Sam Bannigan on all the social medias that I use, namely Instagram and Twitter. Much like every other 20-something boy, I will be in theaters for Star Wars! What's my favorite thing? You can find the podcast at welcome back pod on all the social medias that we use namely instagram twitter and facebook uh you can find the links to our itunes uh, soundcloud spotify google play and rss feeds and and all of our social medias on welcomebackpod.com um uh yeah it would it would be great if you could subscribe to us on, on one or multiple of those platforms listen to our podcast on one or multiple of those platforms uh like the tracks review the podcast comment tweet at us comment uh you still have uh about a week and a and a, you got 10 days a little less than 10 days nine days i guess nine days to uh send in your um favorite your top your favorite or important movie of the decade to podcast.welcome.back uh just with your name and your uh you know your top movie from the decade and why can I can I clarify something? Because I've actually had questions about this. Um, yeah, it, it can be whatever. You're don't be. I we we like to be positive, so don't talk about the worst or your most underwhelming movie of the decade. But the most fun no. you had in a theater, the the yeah. best time you had, even if it's just the situation, your friends when you saw this movie with your mom at this time. What yeah. was just we love movies. Talk about that. Yeah, anything. just an important an important moment with a movie from this past 10 years. But keep it short. We don't need a five-hour story. <laughs> no. Quick 30, 30 seconds-ish yeah. uh, clip of just like, hey, this is this is the movie that means a lot to me, and here's why. We'll have our own um, in our Tips and Tops episode. We'll, that will be probably how we end everything, I'm yeah. guessing. That's going to be a fun one. It might be a long one. It might be a long boy. But... It might be a long episode. We will tell you right now. It might be like nearing the 90-minute mark uh, just because there's a lot of... It might be a full movie. It's not going to be Irishman long, but it will be long. It can. It's Andrew Thomas. Tie time. Tie time. Uh, 
Yeah. Also, uh, tell your friends. Tell everyone. Tell your friends, please. Sith, Jedi, Rebels, Empire, tell them all. Let the podcast change you. Kill it if you have. No, that doesn't work. Don't kill the podcast. Don't kill the podcast. Don't kill the podcast. Uh, but yeah, I hope honestly. <laughs> you get home. You get home. You have a drink. You have some food. You kill a podcast. <laughs> it's a nice night. Except for Wrong. Dick. Don't kill your podcast. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> I hope people get that. I hope so. It would be good. But um, yeah, the next time you hear us, it'll be Star Wars time. So I hope Star, you Wars! Star Wars. Star. Let's do it. Three, two, one.